0: What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweek. What's good? What's good? It is Marcus or Pink.
1: What's up? It's Charles or Chuck.
2: What's going on, everyone? You got Matt or has bringing it in. We had a great weekend. Actually, we it's some big moves this weekend, especially one of us. I think the easiest thing to open up with is a big congratulations to our man, Gavin, for taking it down for the second year in, in a row. let Big moves, reigning champion, keeping the crown on his head. Good shit, Gavin. Good shit. How you feeling, champ?
3: I'm um, feeling good. It was a fun weekend. I always have. It's. I think we had a, a topic where we talked about our favorite tournaments of all time on the Patreon or something, and mine was, let's make big moves 2023. <laughs> so there's a reason why I love it so much. Um, it's always a good time. Uh. I don't know. It, it was a good weekend, and uh, I'm happy to to win as well. As soon as I got home, though, I, I had to take my my cat Tiny Kong to the vet. The apartment was a a mess because she was sick, Um, but she's doing okay now. And I'm also sick myself, so sorry if I sound a little weird. My throat hurts. But um, yeah, other than that, it was a good time. Uh, I have like my trophy shelf down the hall, and uh, I put it next to uh, the 2023 trophy, and it's pretty sick.
1: Let's go. Let's go.
2: Pretty damn satisfying. That was an amazing tournament. Charles was there as well. We had a great time uh, yeah. in the city with everyone. It's like truly, and I know they're getting too many compliments at this point on Twitter, but shout out to Max, Joe, Luminosity, the whole team. Oh, it, yeah, it really. It is a cannot miss tournament experience every year. Speaking of things you can't miss, don't miss the Patreon uh, this week, patreon.com slash tweet talks. We are going to be talking about, this. Is, Marcus actually came up with this one, which is great. Excellent topic is, What do people – what do we care about in terms of uh, tournaments and what do we like to see and what do people like to see? Does that include character bands, 24-hour venue, all that stuff? How do we rank and uh, decide on which events we like the most and and all that good stuff? What contributes to that? So we're going to be talking about events and what we think about them in 2024 and what we want to see from them in 2024, including the commentator POV, spectator POV, and top-level competitor POV. And then Gavin will say whatever he wants as well. Um, So we got – let's see here. Lot to talk about. Also, Umabora. Um, yeah. Fantastic tournament. Fantastic. I think truly it some works. of the best I've ever seen Gluto play in my life, which is amazing. But too much to talk about this week. Let's get into it. Where do we want to even start? I mean, Gavin, I, th- I think it's fair if, if you're... I know you're not feeling great, but if you want to run through your bracket, talk about your experience at Let's Make Big Moves uh, 2024 and you know how you're feeling going into it and all that good stuff.
3: Yeah, so other than the gameplay there's a little bit going into it i think my event before my last event before this one was Watch the throne right like big event right uh yeah Um, i was gonna mention that me and marcus have been chatting a bit more specifically when i compete we were chatting at Watch the throne we called about matchups and stuff uh which i thought was cool I've, i've just been working pretty hard um this was my first time competing at a major since um i'm on a specific diet and i thought that was very helpful um I was I was keeping tabs with Marcus. He was asking me about how I'm feeling and like we were talking about how bad I was playing and stuff. Uh,
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, other than the actual bracket, hey, you were agreeing a lot of the time. Well, sometimes you were. Yeah, there were there were times you were playing bad. Like I don't, I don't think you played that well versus Leo except for one game. But anyway.
3: yeah, I I agree. Um, but yeah, it it started off with a. It's an all best of five event, which is great. I feel like a lot of longtime players are just. I guess probably anyone enjoys a, a full Best of Vibe event uh, in a game like Ultimate. Uh, but yeah, I did solo Diddy this weekend, which is was my plan anyway. But um, it was a bunch of good matchups, to be honest. Uh, my first matchup was against uh, Terry, I believe, which is like one of the matchups I really have fun with. It's a good matchup, and um, I can edge guard him pretty easily, stuff like that um i played against terry falcon and peach i think so good matchups for diddy in my pools uh the peach player cody uh we had a good set it was also just a funny experience we started the set off stream and then like during game one we got moved to the stream this is actually probably the funniest moment in game for me because it was it was a good game at the start it was like close i took the first stock and then we were both we were both fine with going to stream because we weren't sure what we were doing in the first place and uh, I was like, "It's okay, it's fine. I'll I'll probably uh, be fine regardless." The set starts, and I'm 90% sure the like it was either the first turnip or the second turnip. I'm pretty sure it was the first turnip was a stitch immediately, and I was like, "Oh, am I screwed?" I think they pulled two stitches, a bomb, and a dot eye in the on the stream set. Wow. Um, so, I, but I ended up winning that one game one or three one. And, uh, that was intense, but that was how my, uh, Saturday ended for bracket. Um, then we had a crew battle, which I forgot about. I was at dinner. I ran back to the venue in the, in the rain. Uh, and I walked in and Sky J was killing Karama at zero multiple times with one move. And then they were like, all right, you're going in soon. <laughs> and I was like, oh gosh,
2: <laughs> you know uh, what to do. You went banjo.
3: I went banjo. brain. My hands were so cold. I was like trying my best, but I, it it was it was okay. I took one stock. I almost won that game. I, I but I like SD and stuff. But it, it was a fun Saturday. I had some good food throughout the weekend, like a good, good curry place and stuff. Traveling with B always makes it uh, more fun as well. I just saw a bunch of friends and even people I basically consider family. I, I love Max events and stuff. Like it feels like I always try my hardest when it's an event like that. Um, especially cause I won last year. I won the first one they ever did. I've just known max like my whole life. So, um, yeah. And then Sunday was top one twenty eight, all best of five. I played J mafia in my first match. J mafia is a, a Yoshi and me brawler player. I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, it was three, one, the first three games were Yoshi diddy. And then the final game was brawler. Um, so I I still I still thought I was playing shaky since the the last set of Saturday. But I I still wasn't um I wasn't like hesitating at anything. I feel like I was taking the the wins and the kills when I got them and it was fine, but I wanted to pick it up. And then my next match was Dark Wizzy, I believe. Um and I thought I played fantastic in that set. Only that set the whole weekend I thought I played fantastic. Um in terms, of like, in terms of like a majority of the set, you know what I mean? Not like moments where I needed to play well. Um, but that was also 3-1. So it was it was never a smooth ride like throughout the weekend. And then after that was Tilde, which was my only game five, which was almost a reverse 3-0. We haven't played that much. And I think that was our first time playing Diddy Falco. Um, I thought he was playing much better as the set went on which is interesting. I would like to play against him more. It was like only our like second or third time ever playing. So uh, I think second. Um, and I'm also shout out to Tilde for getting top eight for real. Um another I gonna to- say,
2: yeah. sorry, I was going to say, I really respected that set from Tilde. He was down 0-2, right? And he brought it to game five against you. And Exactly. I know the way you feel about Falco is you don't value that character. Yeah. Very highly, and, and exactly. I always listen when you say stuff like that. I always listen because you have a different perspective on the game than I do, of course. Um, so when you say stuff like that, it makes me it changes the way I see characters. So when you said that, especially in games one and two, I'm like, I definitely see uh, what you're talking about here 100%. But then till they like, he just heated up, bro. Like, he was on fire for sure. Played very yeah. well those last two games. Um, yeah, he cleaned it up, double up smash at the end. Uh, maybe a little nervous but you know it worked out it was all good
3: yeah i didn't know if i had the frame advantage to do it but i guess i did um worked. I, I wasn't 100 percent sure but yeah i i like Tilday a lot he's a nice guy we, we chat a bit um cool. and it seems like he wants to see me do well and i could say the same for sure so i'm glad he got top eight and then that was moving into i think top 16 that was my uh my qualifier for top 16 um, so going into that, that was, um, about as projected those three like bracket matches on Sunday, I was supposed to play Jay Mafia. I was supposed to play Wizzy, but till they anathema, I was projected to play anathema, which is someone I've played quite a few times. Um, I played him last year at let's make big moves. I played him in Miami recently. I played him in the, the most recent poor priority. Um, but till they ended up winning that and I, I, I was definitely, uh, Considering both players for sure. Like I felt like I could have played either of them, so I ended up playing Tillday. So that was the first like not projected thing in the in deeper in bracket. And then I played shattuck So the the like not projected stuff continues because shattuck three owed Riddles. I was supposed to play Riddles projected, but shattuck three owed Riddles. And not to sound rude or anything, but. I thought Shattuck definitely had a chance. B and I were actually chatting about it, and B had a lot of faith in Shattuck that set. But I wasn't sure how it was going to go. I thought Shattuck could win for sure, but I didn't think it was going to be a 3-0. I haven't seen the set, to be fair. Like, I don't know what happened or anything. But, yeah, that was interesting. So I I, uh, I ended up playing Shattuck for top eight. And I feel like he's doing better and better the more we play. Like, there's, like, shaky moments for me and stuff. But I was able to win that one 3-1. I lost game one pretty solidly. Game two, I I stole a win, and I feel like it got better from there. So that was top eight. I was also really nervous going into that Shattuck set because my mistake was I looked at the bracket of who I would play if I lost to Shattuck, and guess who was there? Light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so light. And I was just like – no way. <laughs> Game one was so scary versus Shattuck. I was like, "This is happening so fast. Like, I need to collect myself and figure it out." Um, so yeah, so we ended up getting Shattuck versus versus uh, Paris. Um, that's another one where it feels like Shattuck is getting closer to pulling out a W. Um, versus the two of us. So that was top eight. So I got winners top eight, which was cool, because I knew a lot of people would want to see me versus Leo, of course. So that was cool. Um,
1: On the winner's side, that shit was hype, man. That was a go Yeah, same, same thing as last year. Um, I
2: to say you you and Light is like the only rivalry we didn't see at this tournament. Basically, that of yeah, like that could have possibly happen happened as well.
3: It usually does. I can only think of like three recent tournaments where it didn't, because um, it usually does happen. Um, so yeah, I got top eight, which was cool. I I was glad because um I feel like Marcus will understand what I'm gonna explain, but if, if i notice like it's like dropping games everywhere like it i usually don't close it out i'm usually shaky for some reason one reason or another i usually don't like consistently pull through like that i usually win tournaments if it's clear i'm the best player in the room that day um maybe like spargo will like will like it'll be like game five set two type of thing but a lot of the time over my like the, my career i i usually win and go home and it was like in it's like the game plan was so solid that that's it. Uh, but this tournament, I was dropping games left and right. So uh, that was interesting. So I really wasn't sure how it was going to go against some of the, the like some of my rivals or peers or
0: whatever you want to call it, like Leo or if I played Spargo or Sonics. Yeah. Well, the thing is, or I showed you, like I saw you play Dark Wizzy. I was talking to a friend of mine and I literally just type Gavin's play I'm like he's going to win the event.
3: And yeah, I guess that doesn't even I, necessarily mean good or bad gameplay, right? right? It's more so like what the like getting the the W or something. Right. Um
0: uh it's more so like when you look comfortable and when you look confident in your decisions, uh and you're willing to go for things you don't normally go for. In a bracket, maybe because you're like worried about losing or worried about being incorrect or worrying about like a bunch of different things. Uh then I'm like, oh no, like he's looking a little shaky. But I was watching your gameplay for that set specifically, and I was like, he's playing well enough to win the event for sure. But then I had to like look and see how everybody else was playing. Uh I thought Leo was playing fantastically. Yeah. Everyone uh, like if you ask
3: Charles Hazard, me, everyone in the venue. Especially yeah. the people, the group we hang out. We thought he was
0: Phil. Thought he was possibly going to win the event. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I figured he was going to lose to you, um, which right. was like, which was kind of tough. Oh, okay. That's not even true. I think whoever won game one of that set was going to win the set. So I was very happy that you won game one because you did he say escaped. that, yeah. I think if he lost game one, it would have been really tough.
2: What makes you think that, though? Because bringing it back to the Shattuck set, he lost game one against Shattuck. And that made me a little nervous. I was like, but that's fine. That's why we play five Mm. games. So what makes you think between him and Leo, especially in that matchup, that game one would be the thing? Like, I, I obviously respect and understand what you're saying. But I want to know better. Like, I want to understand your thought process a little more.
0: So for Shattuck specifically, well, Shattuck and, like, Dark Wizzy and even Tilde, when he started losing games, I figured it would be fine because Gavin doesn't have the respect for them that he has for Leo. I think Gavin has, like, somewhere in his mind he, oh, yeah. he respects Leo as a player. And when I was when I watched, <laughs> literally, like, game one started and I was like, this is not the Gavin I've been watching the whole tournament and I was, like, I was getting really nervous. Like, if you lose game one, you're going to, especially because it's, like, Leo's back, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to start thinking about that. Like, man, he's playing way better than he's usually been playing, and you already knew that. So I was yeah. kind of nervous about that. But once you won game one, I figured you would get comfortable enough to, to close out the set, even if you started winning games. Um, yeah. And I felt like Leo in Winners was playing, well, Leo the entire tournament was playing well enough to beat you. I don't think Sonics yeah. played particularly well that weekend, but I, he still did very well. But um, where it mattered,
3: yeah he, yeah, he,
0: like the reverse three over Spargo was like the big like
1: mm.
3: having
0: an off day, but capable of like pulling through. Yeah, and Spargo, I think Spargo when Spargo got sent to losers was playing yeah. insane. Yeah, he was playing insane, which is something that he tends to do pretty often. Yeah. Um, i've realized that recently like if he gets sent to loses he'll make those runs kind of like how old leo used to do you know like we would send leo like lose to somebody like wait leo lost and then just make the run but yeah i don't know i I could just sometimes when you're like watching someone that you've watched for a long time and i'm sure you get this um both of you like charles probably saw some avoid playing at kagari or ume and was like Oh shit! This is void. Or like, yeah, has watches. Like sometimes he probably watches Tyler or watches Paris, and he's like, or sorry, Mars or Light, and he's like, oh, it's gonna be one of those weekends. And it's I so easy know, it's yeah. kinda- when you have ten
3: years of experience, or sure. or like all the years of experience we have. Like, I think that's why it's cool that it has asked for an explanation because we're we're used to not needing that explanation. Like we yeah, can yeah, assume what true. you're saying
2: it's just it's such an interesting thing or way to think about how a set is going to unfold um and yeah. i you know obviously i know where you're coming from but i, I definitely thought it was worth unpacking so that was really cool yeah. and i think while we're here while we're talking about it can we talk about mk motherfucking leo for a second mf leo for like two seconds dude yeah the confidence bro was dash attacking all day kicks left and right like just i dash, hate, fuck it, I hate that move
3: y'all know i, I hate, hate that broken that move. broken i Gunning, boom, boom, Boom. the one-two, bro. The first hit is huge and goes far, and then there's like this, this, like, this gap between the second hit that actually is a good thing, because it's like, oh, it didn't work. Just in case it didn't work, let's another big lunge. Did you roll or spot dodge? Like, you know what I mean?
1: Um, Yeah, yeah. Auto crosses up. Like, it's so good. It the first hit anti airs. It's a really, really good. Thing
2: <laughs> he, he has clearly been reevaluating his play and and trying, which is not something I think I would have said about Leo in a while. Not that he's like just going through the motions. Like I know he always wants to win, but this is like I think that this is a li- and I'm not the first person to say this, but I think this is a lineup for I'm Leo and I'm showing up to fucking Genesis. Like I will be showing up to Genesis. It's next month. I'm yeah. going to start trying. He has a new coach, which he announced. Was, did he announce that at Watch the Throne? It was around that time, right? Like he's been wanting the so, coach yeah. for a little while here. Clearly, that guy lo- is a huge fan of dash attacking. That's super sick. Uh, just, <laughs> we're go with Joker. I love that he stuck with Joker against you specifically. Like we said, it's a huge Either rivalry. Too, a match yeah. that means a lot for both of you. And a bad matchup for Joker. So at any other point, it's like chat always knows. He should have gone Byleth. He should have gone Corin. Why is he <laughs> doing this? Nope. Not Byleth always... versus
3: City. Not Byleth versus. Not City.
2: that. Yeah. Well. Well. What about that one time at watch at, at summit where he killed you at zero? Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> they always they don't forget shit, chat. They never do. He yeah. One thing I he has beaten
3: my ditty with Byleth. It was just a long time
2: ago. Right. Well, I'm just saying when he loses more often more than anyone else on the planet, everyone says he needs to change characters or do something different. Yeah. Like well, obviously do something different, but it's and usually it change on characters the show
3: for a long time. Yeah
2: it's like it's annoying because but i like that as he always does he just does what he thinks is right and this time clearly it was joker and whether it was data to win this tournament or for genesis that, that is obviously on the table bro is thinking bro is trying and he is playing very similar to what marcus said about the way you're playing it's not that he's not thinking it's that he is naturally reacting and moving also had one of the best offensive sequences i've seen in ultimate in a minute i popped off for that off off camera when he yeah. did the AHA, you know what I'm saying? Remember that when he caught Spargo there
3: And like Phil, we were like jumping up and down yeah? when he like finally took the stock. Cause like off the reflect. Oh Light wow. Light thought Leo was gonna make it even farther. Light was very impressed. And like, we all were, like yeah. but it just goes to show like you know, Marcus was just saying how well Spargo was playing in losers. Um and like he like Spargo would just get the right hit and the game would be dead even. Like like oh, when Spargo started
1: grabbing on that last game, that's oh, when yeah. GGs, it was GGs. over. So Check many it. amazing grabs there. And even uh Leo's gunplay felt very reminiscent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I whenever I see football. Leo do the clean double guns, it reminds me of Brawl Falco lasers. Yeah. Pop, 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 pop. Like that same rhythm. They haven't had that. something like that in a long time in Smash Bros. Like yeah, yeah, and it was Boy. it was it was so sick to see just the gunplay in and out of Arsene. The, just so so much fantastic like mid range play com- combined with like weaving the dash attacks in. The nairs were on point. I mean, even uh most of Leo sets were bangers. Even uh if you go back watching Omega versus Leo, that was super sick. Oh, that went to game yes, five. Yeah. There's a lot of banger sets. Even I was watching that one, game. like keeping
3: tabs on it because I was playing next, so I was just making sure I was ready. But yeah, it was a crazy one.
2: That was, um, uh, it's one of my favorite things about, uh, Let's Make Big Moves is that if, if you have, if you're a caster or if you're VIP, you can go to the upstairs balcony and just like watch from below or, or watch from above, like watch down below. What you see the crowd, you see both streams on either side. And for that set, there's also another good set going on at the same time. And it was so fun. It's, I forget about every year until I go upstairs and I'm on the balcony. I'm like, dude, this is the best view. It feels like old school, yeah. like, uh, Coliseum shit or something. Like it's so right. cool, man. I wish everyone could have the view, but. Yeah, yeah, the only monster see so you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, the other winter semis was Sky J Sonics. And <laughs>
1: okay, sure, like, uh, this, I this one was it,
3: crazy. Okay. <laughs> it, it felt like such a top eight type of set, like, you know, something ridiculous and like surprising. Um, I was trying to be ready for both players, but obviously I was leaning towards Sonics, just statistics and matchup and everything. Like no disrespect to SkyJ, the f- the fact that he made it to winners' top eight with Incineroar is more impressive than anything else we like any of us did in top eight that weekend. So, um, but yeah, it ended no. up being game- huh,
2: and what he did really well against oh, Sonics and he it it
1: was game five, so
2: <laughs> like I don't know. how
1: I could tell Doesn't you make how. Any sense. I can tell you exactly the up. reason why so, Sonics wasn't even camping him that that was like I don't know if there was like some weird thing that Sonic's had to prove or I I don't think Sonic's was playing that well this weekend I I honestly think he was playing pretty poorly crazy and to say that because he got second place but yeah compliment. Compliment. yeah Right, right 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 and I, <laughs> I, I, like, he's a, he's a really yeah. good player so like when I when I say this obviously he can still place very well um, no, it doesn't even matter, right? But uh, specifically in this set, I, I don't know if Sonics just didn't want to time Incineroar because it was like top eight or something or didn't yeah. want it to make it boring or something like that. But there... <laughs> There is absolutely no re- like the reason why this matchup is good. It's like you're you're fighting an FGC character, but even worse because Incineroar has even less mobility than the FGC character. And really, the only thing you have to worry about is like when you rip the spin dash, you can armor through it with side B, right? So like there's this mid range burst option that has armor to it, and I don't know. It, it felt like it felt like Sonics wasn't playing to time out, and it felt like uh, the edge guards just. I mean, maybe he just doesn't have experience. I mean edgeguarding Incineroar, Incineroar doesn't have the greatest recovery but it is different it's a different recovery right there's armor on the upbeat there's armor on the side so the way you have to do it is a little different so maybe he doesn't have experience there but timing out a slow character should be something that sonics has a lot of experience in right and that that's something that i was just i mean i wasn't complaining on the mic because i didn't have to commentate sonic timing out someone right but so, I mean, it made the set very exciting, but I was still very confused in terms of just, like, the optimal thing to do and just felt like he was trying to fight Incineroar, which is just weird. Yeah. But, I mean, he still won, which is still great. You know, so, obviously amazing player. Like Haz was saying, like, y'all were
3: casting up there on the balcony, and I was, um, I was there too, like, just preparing for my top eight matches and having some space to myself kind of thing. But I was in front of y'all casting – and I actually – that was one of my favorite moments of the weekend because I was seeing y'all at work, but, like, I was looking at you, y'all's, like, faces and stuff. Um, and you, Interesting. You, all of you guys did such a good job. I was so invested. Like, I could see how much effort you guys were putting into, like, uh, even just the little things. Like, Phil would do something really amazing, and he would, like, take a second to finally get a drink of water, like, like just work. Oh, the his,
1: downtime stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, like, working his <laughs>
3: ass off. And, like, I, yeah. I, I, I was thinking – in that moment, this is one of the things I want to talk about the most on the podcast. Like how cool it was to see that, like you know, just a, a like a couple feet away from the the casters. You guys all did an amazing job, which was cool because I'm glad I was on the right track. Because Phil and Charles, you guys were saying similar stuff to me, like oh that felt like such a crazy block, blah blah blah. So um, I don't know. I'm just proud of y'all. I thought y'all did a cool job, and it was cool to see it. Not just hear it, but like physically see it in motion. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, because you don't get to see that kind of stuff often, Yeah, Yeah.
3: Like I can, I walk by, I can go, like I've been backstage while you guys are, but it's not like, I'm not like sitting there waiting for my match while watching you guys commentate a full set, right? Right, right. But that that was amazing. I I loved it. Um,
2: It's actually an interesting thing you brought up because one of our things, so watch the throne, like bring it back to the planning process for that when we walked in unique things we had was four unique chairs and we were like oh it's different than summit because they do like couches and you all sit next to each other and stuff and i was like that's interesting like that's cool i like it it fits the event very well also we don't really have a choice we have four chairs it's not like we're <laughs> gonna go out and buy two couches so yep we're gonna make it work either way uh but it, which i also really ended up liking a lot but one thing is on ca- in casting and i'm glad you said this gavin is like we actually physically get into it you know what i mean like when people yeah. do crazy shit it's like you have to you yeah. feel it, yeah, because if you're not doing it – like if you ever watch a professional voice actor do it, they you know, probably all, get into it. probably all over the place, yeah. It helps you enunciate. It helps you emphasize like all that stuff. And genuinely yeah. we're feeling it, especially at an event like this yeah. weekend or last weekend. And the y'all thing love is, that,
3: clearly, so it is what exactly, it is. Exactly,
2: yeah. Again, I think that's the most important thing about being a caster. Like if you don't care, then what's the point of doing it? But anyway, Watch the Throne – Everyone's like, oh, it's cool. We have our own couches or our own chairs and you no know, couches. And I was like, but I kind of like the couch because, like, when Phil says something funny or Charles sees something on commentary, we turn to each other and we, like, point at the screen and don't say anything while someone else is talking, right? Like, when you hit, like, Z drop banana down air or whatever, or, like, you're lining it up, we, like, look at each other. We're, like, you know, ribbing each other and shit, like, getting yeah, into it. Yeah. It just helps the vibe. So we didn't have that exactly at Watch the Throne because we were, like, physically separated, but obviously it still worked out fine and had its own vibe to it. But it's, it's cool that you said that because people don't think about things like that because it's not like you do like a like an and one mixtape to your commentary you know physical yeah. approach or whatever like it just doesn't happen so yeah i yeah. appreciate you saying it, that because
3: especially like yeah um like y'all are veterans too especially phil right like yeah like i was clearly watching someone who is a professional like a pro like a, yeah, like, like i don't know i hang out with with you two so much i know y'all are amazing at what you do in so many ways. But like I've been hanging out with Phil more in like Ultimate, but I don't know. I was watching a, a longtime professional at work. It was so cool, like all of you. But um, yeah, I just it was really in my head. I was like, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. Like I don't want it to just be about me or something because I was already in like top eight at that point. So I was clearly going to be talking a lot about myself. But um, yeah, I guess the only things we haven't talked about are my two sets with Sonic's. In uh, in winners and grands, um, he was probably the person I wanted to play the most because um, there's such a high expectation. I have a high expectation. Yeah, you know, I think everyone does. We statistically expected Sonic's to be in top, probably in grand finals. If we're gonna be honest, right. um, and I I had played Spargo more. Um, I hadn't played Leo in a while, but it felt with, with Sonic's it had been even longer. L- last time I played him was the CEO he won over Riddles, which must Holy have been a long time ago. And, um, that is and a long time he, long. he beat my ass 3-0. And, but he's also someone I play with a bunch practice-wise. So I don't know. I was like, it's about time. Like, if I make it that far, I would prefer to play him more than anyone else. Um, it feels more fresh. But we've also traded sets like that, like where we both like 3-0 each other. So we don't have a lot of sets, but the sets we do... Um, I think the two most recent ones are like trading three O's and I hadn't really committed to a full set of Diddy against him in a while. So there's a bunch of reasons. And also he's like one of the best in the world that isn't like, you know, him and Spargo and Mia Aquila, they're like kind of grouped in together as like the best right now. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Uh, I feel like once again, I never thought I was playing like fantastic earth shattering or anything but i think where it mattered i had good defense and survivability and was able to like win games that i maybe shouldn't have and stuff like that um so yeah i don't know it was a by the time the bracket finished it was just a big wave of relief um after watch the throne i was kind of talking my shit a little bit like uh like, you know, people like, you know, shit talking my ability or something. And I, I even said on the podcast, like, I will win again. And I meant it, but I'm still nervous going into like a big topic. <laughs> like, um, so I was glad to do that pretty much immediately after kind of clarifying some things. And um, yeah, it, it was a good weekend. I'm, I'm always happy when like a lot of my, you know, some of the closest people in my life are there. Um, it just means everything, especially B for her to be there for a victory. Cause she cares just as much as I do. And I think it showed because <laughs> she was crying and I was trying my best to like console her and stuff. <laughs> like, 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 I didn't like, I know it was happy tears, but I was still like, you know, trying to let her know it was okay. But yeah, I, I, I love when she's there for it. We had a good weekend, you know, we like the travel. It's not like a flight or anything. We just made the most of it. We had some good food. She's very supportive of the the diet. We figure out what I'm going to do. I feel like I ate better than I've ever ate on that Sunday because usually I don't eat at all um, because I'm too scared of how I'm going to feel when I eat. And Marcus and I talked about that too. Like we specifically kind of knew in advance that I was going to have more energy because I've lost a lot of grand finals, like, like, you know, get reset or get second place. And there's a clear difference in my energy, I think. And me and Marcus really know that, so um, I we both could tell in advance, like far in advance, like before Top Eight started, that I had enough to win. So it was just up to me to actually play it out and win. So yeah, like I don't know, it was it was great. Um, and there's also the the streak the of winning a tournament every year of Ultimate, and I'm so happy. I keep getting that out of the way as soon as the year starts. <laughs> <laughs> I can get last place for the rest of the year, and I still have an interesting fun fact I can tell people. <laughs> I, think,
2: I think last place would be a little more interesting. I like how'd you do that? That's hard to do, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah, last place at every tournament. Damn, bro. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, dude, it was such a good weekend. It really was. Um, yeah. Shit, you brought up so many good points. Damn. Yeah, dude, that picture of you and B and Jay Z is so sick love that. we didn't even <laughs> talk Jay-Z. about Day-Z. jay easy <laughs> you know, the jay easy
1: concert went crazy it was a good time like was really a
2: great guy by the way like super good vibes like super fun like was just like he was so down just to be like this event is cool like smash is cool obviously he loved Mega Man, so like that was cool yeah um, he's yeah, a great
3: guy yeah. I, it was nice to meet him i shook his hand a couple of times i took a picture he seemed to be supporting me he wanted me to do well which is cool but he also said he was a sonic guy so he wanted sonics to do well too so yeah he did say that i think he got a, a bit of really? both. He, he got a bit of both but uh that was dope uh he had his own like he, he was like sitting and watching so he stuck around for the whole time uh that was cool and just shouts to max for always making max and joe for like the events are special it might be the same venue as last year, but it's an entirely different event. Um, it was just special for sure. And like I said, like when it's a max event, like I'm not going to say like he expects me to win or something, but I always want to win for him because I know he'll like, I don't know, we're ba- we're like family. So um, I love his, seeing his the happiness on his face when I close out one of his events. Like it's like a... You know, I think he made a post saying "proud father," so it literally does feel like that. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. It's um, like I said recently on the podcast, at some point, like last year was my favorite event ever, and being able to group those memories into like you know, winning this kind of event three times. Um, I don't know. I, I'm blessed for sure. I like, and like I said, like I like there's some moments where I got lucky and stuff. So I'm just like making sure I'm ready to play my best next time too. Cause the next event is Genesis, which for me is like the opposite of let's make moves tournaments. Like let's make moves is like my, my good luck charm. And I, I I've won a few times. Genesis is probably my worst luck type of, I don't want to say luck, but like I performed the worst last year. I broke the curse. I finally top eight of the Genesis, which is a, a nice little accomplishment, but I've had some terrible Genesises, and it's across the country. It's, it, it you know, I have to expect a lot more out of my myself physically and mentally. Um, so I just want to see like how ready I can be for that off of a off of a win, and especially because uh, Leo is playing well at Let's Make at Luminosity makes big moves this year, so uh, it's probably some foreshadowing that he's going to be uh, pretty nuts this year because he's he's Mister Genesis. It's like one of his nicknames.
0: So it's crazy because Joker Mr. as well. Genesis? The Joker's warmed up. You are tri-state tweak. Yeah, yeah. Golly, <laughs> yeah. Do we catch Ls in tri-state? Nope. Okay, I mean you didn't win like collision, but you do very well at collision. I got, you got second. I got second. You oh, do well, very well most, collision. I got not, top, not the most recent. I got top
3: eight the one before that, but um, yeah, I, I played Spargo for like seventh. It was it was tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I, the round before so, that, uh, I played Paris to get into top eight, yeah. and I like expanded all of my life's worth of energy to beat him <laughs> that game five. And me and him talk oh, yeah. about it all the time. Paris hates me because he's like, every time you beat me, at least like last year, um, he'd be like, you just lose after because you try so, like you're so like specifically ready for me. Um, but that too. Also, shouts to Paris. We played a lot. He was very, nut- like, he complimented my banjo. He thought it was good. So that's cool because I've been working on that. Um, don't do that. He,
2: compliment- <laughs> he, he complimented Cosmos's inkling too. You got to be careful with him. Yeah, yeah. He, He's <laughs> a terrible eye for these things.
3: Maybe he's baiting me, but yeah, I don't know. We had some fun practice. Um, leading into top eight, we were up on the balcony chatting with each other, helping each other. He was mostly helping me, which is nice because I wasn't winners. Uh, but we, we, he helped me get ready for Sonics. Um, I don't know. He's just such a nice guy. Like He's obviously playing to win, but you know, when it's all said and done, he was prepared to support me as well. So like Paris, genuinely, thank you from the bottom of my heart. We had like this like movie moment when I was like I, I like won the event. I didn't know I was going to say this, but I want to say it. It's so cool. Um, like I got the trophy and stuff, and I like look up at the balcony, and Paris is like leaned over, like
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> like Mortal Kombat or something. Bro, like, holy
1: <laughs> shit, that's so funny. It
3: was like you know like just like this dope ass like movie character like giving me like the the sign of approval. Like it was like. Like, I, it sounds silly, but it was emotional. Like, I don't know. I've known him for so long. We've been going back and forth. Like, after Watch the Throne, he gave me, it, like, his thoughts on what I should do because I had some tough losses, you know, like, you know, I used Solo Diddy this event, which is something he told me to do, and I told him I would follow it for a few months. Like, I was genuine. Like, I, I, try, I value your opinion as one of the best players to ever do it. Um, So, I don't know, like. Like, seriously, that that was like a genuinely like core memory for me, like looking up and seeing him and he was very like, you know, approving of everything. And I don't know, like I look back to Tara where I like I, I beat Light and I wasn't able to close it out just barely. And I know like how that feels to be someone who's capable of winning and someone you're close with that you also know is capable beats you and barely doesn't like you want them to be able to close it out for the both of you. And I seriously hate when i can't do that um when i beat someone i care about um that you know is capable of winning the event especially because like you know like even like spargo or something like he's a young like i was gonna say up and coming but he's like goaded uh (laughs) he wins all the time and i hate when i beat someone like him and i can't close it out or like leo like that's like a classic one like because i've gotten a lot of second places and a lot of close losses so that's a good feeling too, because I do genuinely care about all of my peers, especially the ones I've known for a long time. I respect them a lot, and uh, yeah, I mean, just a just a good weekend. I'm 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 proud for a bunch of reasons.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's sick that you were able to like stick it out with the diet. I think there was a yeah. a lot more than just the tournament matches going on, right? The, yeah, you at least. So it sounds like everything came together and. Everything went really well, dude. The matches were so sick, dude. Like that that whole event, if you've never been to a EMG event like the LMBMs and Miami, right there, you seriously check them out. They're amazing, grassroots, like straight grassroots events. So you get that grassroots experience, and yeah, it's phenomenal, man. Yeah, for sure.
2: That's good. The diet thing, you remember when you won? Because I had to take a train home early. I texted you, I was like, you hey, know, whatever, congrats, I'm so proud of you. And stuff. I was like, the diet, like in all caps, I was like, it came through, dude. It came
0: oh, through.
3: you know what's crazy? Because around like, you know, Sunday or so where I'm in winners and I'm like, obviously like on a decent track to playing well, B hit me with a if you win, you want to have a cheat day? Like she was like, she was like, you deserve it, blah, blah, blah. And especially when I <laughs> did, when I did close it out, I was so close to getting like, <laughs> like a slice of pizza or something. But when we went out to eat after, I will say I stuck to it, because you know nice, it's not the end of the road from winning one tournament. You know what I mean. You want to win the next one too, and I want to stick to the diet. So um, that was a big did deal. Not get that Oreo shake. I did not. I saw that picture though. I was looking at that <laughs> picture. Um, so yeah. I got the
2: pictures enough sometimes. Well, huh? it, yeah, they, it, they it sounds food food
3: but that it's something I'm proud of, and also just how the weekend went. Like I got lucky a couple of times. Like it hasn't, I don't think it's hit me still that I won it. I don't even talking about it now. I thought maybe it would, I don't think it's hit me fully yet. Um, it's just, it's been chaotic. I had to take tiny to the vet and everything. Um, but yeah, I'm still, I'm still proud, but I'm just getting ready to play again. Like I get, get back to my workout routine and go to some locals, get ready for Genesis, uh, stuff like that i'm just trying my best like no no backtracking just because i won or something
2: genesis think... got me nervous
3: oh <laughs> yeah me too
2: not gonna lie dude uh, and i think i think it's so important when you try something new it's great you found like immediate success in smash but obviously there's yeah. not a one-to-one correlation like there's a lot like You are also labbing Banjo a lot. I'm sure that helped. You, like, our Super Jump Master in Mario RPG, like, I'm sure that helped. (laughs) You know, like, there's a lot of factors in play. Okay, we
3: talked about the speedrunning actually being helpful, though. Marcus knows exactly... Like, Marcus agreed with me. Like, bro, it's, like, so, like... Like, you're so focused and locked in. Like, when I play Smash, like, I don't know.
2: I actually agree with that. I think that doing other things and like getting new perspectives or like finding new ways to look at or view things like can be so helpful, especially when they're pretty similar, you know? And the thing I love about speed running is it's such a battle against yourself. It's like golf versus like a, like a competitive team sport or something where you're, you're like playing against yourself, like trying to be yeah. like, it's all, all like mental and stuff, When it, cause a speedrun, it's kind of like bowling. It's like, dude, it's the same thing every time. How do you not do it perfectly? It's like, dude, it's fucking hard. Like there's so much yeah. to do. Um, So, yeah, it is is cool that you have banjo Then want to major with Diddy. That's
3: that's the reason it's so beautiful as a competitor and, like, why I truly love what I do is the whole, like, me, myself, and I thing. Like, when you're up there, it's only you and all the hard work you've put in and all that. And, like, it's just how I am as a person. It's, like, my favorite type of thing to life. Like, I always – I like to view myself as that kind of thing. Like, you know, just by myself and working hard to achieve what I want and stuff. And I, I always call my lifestyle um, selfish because I, I do think it is like, you know, most of my decisions are to help myself compete and stuff like that. And, I, and you know, balancing, like, you know, I live with B and like having someone as supportive and, and special as her is great too. Cause you know, I don't think it's easy to, to do what I do and also try to do anything normal, if that makes sense. Uh, all the traveling and competing and the highs and lows and it's just chaotic and like i like i said like i i I like to like i i do think it's a bit of a selfish lifestyle but i'm so appreciative of everyone that is willing to accept that and help me move forward with it and help me just because they want to see me achieve my goals so i i I don't know it's the it's really the best and i i appreciate that because so many people, like, believe in me, um, even in moments where I, like, don't believe in myself and stuff. And I've had so many ups and downs, like, all the time. And um, it's not even just about Smash, right? Like, once, like I said, like, Beast's been helping me with the diet, figuring out what I want to eat. And even when I'm upset, she's always there for me and all that stuff. And, like, you know, we figure out routines and, like, locals and um, – you know, it's not benefiting her at all. You know what I mean? Or, or, or any of you guys that are so supportive to me, Marcus is always helping me with my next matches. Charles was my official coach, uh, official and unofficial over the years. Um, has like, you've talked to me about so much crucial, like life stuff that you never had to do and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know. I'm really appreciative of it. And I feel like it makes me a, a better person, even if it is a, a selfish lifestyle. I feel like I'm trying my best to to be the best person I can be.
2: All right. Hold on. It's not self, bro, but we, you're acting like we don't get some sort of satisfaction or whatever out of the other side of that too. We absolutely do. You're our friend yeah. and we wanted to, you succeed. Like that's a, a big part of it. Plus Charles being your official coach. Like we all, not that we're doing it for our own selfish motivations, but it's a cycle. It's you're looking at it as like, I'm benefiting. So it's selfish, which is just, it's, it's not that binary. Like, I'm not even all- trying
3: to say it in like a bad way, but like, like I said, like most of my life decisions are dedicated to competing. So I don't know.
2: Typically though, when you call something selfish, it's a pretty negative thing. I think you're yeah, exactly. hard on yourself, man. You're a top level competitor. You got, that's what it takes. That's just a part of it. Yeah. It's good to reflect and think about it and have that perspective and try to be aware that other people are making sacrifices, helping you, but bro, you've helped all of us too. All of us, including B. obviously it's a, that's how a good friendship, a good relationship works is that you just help yeah. each other. And there's no expectation that something will be done on the other side. It just kind of happens naturally. So I wouldn't, don't be so hard on yourself and don't try not to look at it so negatively because it's it's a good thing, man. It's all good. You know, you know it's how I am, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I, I guess. basically, thank you to
3: everyone. Um, and, yeah, it was a good weekend. But I did go right to watching Umabura that Sunday. Yes.
1: It was, tough, it
3: was tough to go to sleep after a weekend like that. So I did have Umabura to watch. Shouts to Gluto for beating Mia in winners with Wario. He was very clearly prepared. I don't want to spoil too much because I don't know if he's keeping any of it a secret. <laughs> but he was very, very clearly prepared for Stephen Game Watch, even if he did end up um, dropping some sets and everything. But he had a tough bracket. He had to fight like Min-Min and Game & Watch and all that stuff. And um, Shao Sazamba uh, and Cosmos for making the trip all the way all the way out to Japan. I know y'all are still there and making the most of it. Um, there's going to be a couple other tournaments. I'm rooting for all of you guys, especially because you guys were supporting me while y'all y'all were busy too. Thank you for the messages. Um, I was trying to help them with their matchups, like Zomba and stuff. Um, so yeah, that was awesome. Also, shout out to Tori Guri, getting top 16 with Banjo-Kazooie. Crazy.
2: Uh, oh, look, to be
3: honest, look, dude. Uh, he did beat Zamba, which... Um, I tried my best to help Zomba out in advance, but he ended up beating Zomba. Uh, but Zomba ended up having a pretty good losers' run, anyways. Uh, Ninth, I believe
1: Zomba ended up getting. Void.
3: Uh, I thought yeah, you were playing very well and very confident, and I would love to see you play more. But that's up to you. Um, I don't you know.
2: know what? No, it isn't. It's up to us. Void, you're playing again. Sorry, <laughs> taking it it's away
3: improvised. from us. We might if we, we might as well get this out of the way. Mars, like, pick up the stick, bro.
2: That's it. Uh, Mars and Void. Let's just take them and knock their heads together and make them play Smash. <laughs> Come on, guys, get it together. We need you back.
3: <laughs> but yeah, uh, talk about. I guess we like talking about Umabura a bit is worth it. But I, I did. I didn't end up watching like the last couple sets. I was exhausted, but it was cool to see characters I love uh, do well and players I I care about do well. Um, but yeah, that region is tough. Uh, I, I wish I was able to compete at both events at the same time or something. But, uh, yeah.
2: Um, the first thing I'll point out is that Marcus is so funny because I was watching him stream yesterday. And he was like, I don't even know if I'm going to do the podcast this week because you guys are all obviously going to talk about Let's Make Big Moves. And I wasn't there. And like, what am I going to cover that you guys aren't? And then he was like, someone in chat pointed out that since we're all at Let's Make Big Moves, there's no way we were watching uh, Bora the whole time. And Marcus yeah. like, true, I'll cover that. I was like, I got bad news for you, Marcus. We all watched Umabora <laughs> together on Saturday and then also again on Sunday. You were September, keeping up.
3: We like, were keeping up. Yeah,
2: but obviously we still – we want you. Even if you got nothing to say, yeah. Marcus, it's just nice having you around. <laughs> um, great tournament, man. Uh, me and Aquila firing all cylinders. And I think, and I said at the beginning of the episode, some of the best I've ever seen Gluto play, period. To so beat Mia in that matchup, to, to play that well against Akola, did you see the way he played defensively against Akola? Every Steve option that was out yeah. there, especially Minecart, though. Dude, he even positioned for, when the block was up and behind him, he just stood right where it would he'd get knocked into. Like, Bro is playing... I, dude, tell us the coach. Snorley's he's really working right? hard.
3: Not only is he competing mm-hmm. often, he's really preparing for the tough matchups. And, I don't know, it's kind of a, a topic of the weekend. Like, some, some really dedicated solo character runs um you know light always like one of the easiest ones to think of uh with fox because like you know same thing like you know gluto locking in wario against game of watch and steve is extremely tough i would never even want to try it (laughs) um like i've done uh wario versus game of watch on purpose before but it's not fun um and the fact that it gets even harder and stuff, so which is is really difficult. But I don't know. I've always loved Wario. Like I said, I think Wario is just straight up art. Um, I think Gluto's gameplay is some of the most beautiful Smash I've ever seen. Um, and I you can't help but have faith, even if he dropped a couple sets. Like he he was it was really competitive. And like the main thing I wanted to say, which I already did, is he was clearly prepared. He clearly is working on a game plan. And he's on the right track, especially because he actually did end up beating me in, in winners, um,
1: and took Akola to game five, right? He was cool. three one actually. Or was it three? I think it was
2: game four. But dude, the games he lost were so close, like so so close, yeah. man. That's a that's like the thing about playing against Akola is like the the final result in the bracket does not tell the full story most of the time. Like some of those, like think about Web Akola, you know what I mean? Like just just other sets like that. It's just yeah. Can't keep getting away with it, man. I don't know how this kid does it. He's like beyond <laughs> yeah. clutch with that character, Steve. He's just so ridiculously good. He looks—I yeah. don't know how—he's so young, but he—he's he, just so comfortable when like the game's on the line against Gluto, yeah. who's like literally thirty and like incredible at the game and like <laughs> he's been around forever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I just don't impressive. know how he does it.
3: I said that about Leo when he when when we were younger. I say I say that about Spargo now um it reminds me of a I'm a big basketball fan as well and I like you know keeping up with the rookies especially the ones that are doing well like some of them just look like they were fated to be comfortable in their profession even if they're playing with people 10 years older than them um it's pretty interesting uh but yeah they're they're comfortable and I've talked about this before where they are so used to winning in like a in like a good way like You know, it's like what Marcus said when like he was keeping an eye on my gameplay. Like there's a way to notice when it looks like someone expects to win in like a good way. Like they're playing to win and they don't they're not even second guessing some other outcome. And I feel like especially Mia, when I watch Mia play, he he knows he's gonna win. Yeah. He knows he's gonna win.
2: He's a killer, dude. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I never after Gluto lost Ockhole and he played Mia again, I was like, I have so much faith in yeah, Gluto can... every day of the week. It's <laughs> like, but this is Losers bragging Mia on the revenge yeah. tour. Forget about it, man. I was like, if I yeah. if I was a betting man, it would have been all day, all day Mia. And it was all day Mia. And it's just exhausting to play those sets and, and not come out on top um yeah. for Gluto. So it was just a tough one. And I think just want to rewind for a second and talk about. So you talked about like single, like solo mains. Something I noticed this weekend between Let's Make Big Moves and um- Umabora was these dedicated solo mains that did really well, whether or not they won in the matchup uh, against really tough matchups. So Sky J Sonics is the first one. Even bringing it to game five, like what an effort, right? Regardless of if Sonic played the matchup really well or not, Sky J was still on one. Uh, Glutomia one one went went one and one against Mia, which is so impressive in that matchup. Yeah. Yara, Shutan, by the way. Yara was up 2-0 against Shutan in like one of the hardest matchups ever. Like That matchup sucks so bad for Samus. Yeah. It's just ridiculously hard. And then shout out to Leo, too. Joker versus Diddy. Super hard matchup. Um, and I'm happy to see these players stick it out with these characters. And, and some of them don't. Like, Skyjax doesn't really have a choice. I guess he plays <laughs> Kazuya, too. But that's not going to help him against Sonics. So it's like, all right, back against yeah. the wall. I, I got to do what I got to do. And I just love yeah. the way that they it's so funny because in most games you would think at this point where we are in ultimate, everyone's playing Steve or everyone's playing Sonic and that's it. But no, we're still seeing Incineroar top eight, you know, like we're just seeing Wario against uh game and watch just working out sometimes. Like yeah. it's just, I don't know. There's something about ultimate and the players that play it and being, you want to say dedicated or stubborn, you know, flip the coin either way, but seeing it work out or almost work out is so impressive. Like I was, just blown away. Yara was maybe the most impressive one I saw there. Gluto one, obviously, which is like you know really good. Yeah. But I saw Yara shoot on. I was like, I'm not gonna pay attention. Uh, he's up 1-0. That's interesting. Up 2-0. What the hell? He got reverse zero. But like still, but still, man, I don't know.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I didn't watch as much as I would have liked to, but I actually did see Yara versus Zachary as well, and I was it was genuinely terrifying to see how dominant Yara was versus Zachary. There was like some three stocks or like borderline three stocks. And I was just watching it and I was trying to put myself in the position of like what I would do against Yara and stuff. And I was just like, bro, I would have got cooked.
2: <laughs> we lose. Yeah. yeah
0: I, I just lose. It's all good.
3: Yeah. I was genuinely like that. Like I was like, I'm if I was sitting down right now, I wouldn't be ready. Um, But yeah, Samus is a, she's messed up. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not doing this again. Yeah, we're not, we're not. But I was just saying, like, that set was interesting. It's also one of the few I watched to completion and um like what the heck? Like when that character is winning and it just like snowballs and you can't do anything, like Woo. And then
1: you pick Olimar. Yup, GG's. I don't know Still who Still
2: almost get farmed. That was the craziest thing. Yeah, it crazy. was very similar vibes with the Sky Jet set. Like, all right, fast forward, he's on yeah, the next, next set. Yeah, like no way. Wait, hold on a second. Hold up a second. Yeah. It's like, and the most impressive thing is that I was cheering for Samus. I've never done that before in my life, but not right. since like melee or whatever. But like you know, not in this game, that's for sure. I hate that character in this game, but damn, I couldn't help but be impressed. To be honest with you,
1: yeah, I it's crazy too because, God, yeah, it, it's just crazy too because it's not like oh yeah, you know, Yara um, is beating someone's pocket, uh, Olimar or whatever, right? Like these are characters. The that's uh, right right exactly so it's like all these matchups that we're talking about in terms of like bad matchups they're against character specialists too so it just it just goes to show how like underdeveloped this game actually is right and you could say that for both ends where it's like oh well you're supposed to actually really win this matchup but like they're maybe not executing it correctly or you know maybe just the base game of ultimates just balanced to the point where it's like even if it's a bad matchup there's always a you know, there's always some kind of way where you can find a wind condition and all that jazz. So it's a, it, it's a very interesting concept. Yeah. Bro, the goat
0: of the weekend, especially as someone who understands Kamehameh. Oh no. Yeah. Kamehameh, Kamehameh, Kamehame, Kamehame, man. Kamehameh. Kamehame.
2: True. Kamehame. <laughs>
0: Bro, that, he, the
3: pictures of Kamehameha were amazing. Like the yes, pop off, the one with his child was amazing. Like, really dope. He's
2: just a go, man. I, yeah. I I think we've all been fans since Smash 4. To see him, I've never played
3: Kamehameha in a tournament set in any Smash. Really? really?
2: Wow.
3: That is so wild to think about. I use that fun fact all the time when Kamehameha is like a topic. I always say, mention that, and every, everyone has the same reaction as y'all. Like, what the heck? No way. How's that
2: possible? <laughs> yeah. Never. The, uh, the thing I was gonna say is, you know, I'm so happy to see him do well in the tournament, but just like looking happy with this kid too, because you know there was some not some not so great news that came out, and it's like you never know how things are going, and I'm just happy to see bro doing well. Honestly, he's great. Fourth so go. yeah, he got that? fourth, dude. His Good run was kind of crazy. Yeah, that look.
3: His, like, what, his run, be,
0: his run. Like he'd be kidding. he beat. Can he used a
3: bit of all of his characters too. Yeah. Uh, I think he used Sheik,
0: Sheik against. And Joker. He used. He or used, Sheik he and, scammed. Oh, Who did he scam? Who did he scam a win against? It was the funniest thing. Rufflo. He, Rufflo. He scammed a win against Rufflo because he was about to lose. He was like down a stock and he was like hundred some percent, and he just did the Sheik on town and city. Four there, four there, four there. What Ford. a pity! That That's character's
3: it. so bad, bad damage. <laughs> Love,
1: what a pity.
0: I mean who was like
2: a baby when they're playing Cheek. <laughs> that character's easy.
0: When we're starting Ooh. to see we're starting to see her a lot more. I mean, Web she's good on stuff and then Void hey, showed up and dude, like watching Void Chic. I'm sorry, there's just no other Cheek like it. Like The, the Edgar versus K- Ashimo The confirms that he's doing just they're ridiculous. Like when I was watching him fight Akola he was doing the like up air drag down knee forward tilt, because there's a specific forward tilt knee hitbox that lets you
1: like combo Steve Long. I was just getting mad. Like, why doesn't anybody crazy thing about that knee hitbox (laughs) is even if you DI it out, it looks like you DI'd forward tilt in. That's how like good that hitbox is. So they just fly straight up and you can do whatever you want.
3: He just that like, character he, is so ridiculously viable. Oh yeah. Top tier. Top tier. Like, uh, but yeah, shouts to Webb. Also, not a top tier character necessarily, but um we were talking about like banjo getting top sixteen, but oolong's We Fit got top sixteen. My God. oh yeah. Yeah, he you tried to smile for a second, but the smile came out when I said my it. goat.
0: Bro. <laughs> Okay, so the funniest thing is I actually, I, I hate, I hate my regions, like the best players of my region. I hate that they all use bad characters. They yeah, all, yeah. like it's, it, it it makes me very upset. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I watching Peanut Little Mac get top 16? It's, yeah, pick, yeah. pick a good character. I'm watching Smub versus Light. I
2: plumber like, Smub,
0: yup. Yup, I'm like, Smub's about to get a dub on Light, but that. I that, said
2: the same thing, that Light needs to be careful, dude. Charles to be doesn't believe in me.
0: Oh, dude, that it's it's not as easy as it looks. But lights Like even, lights it's
2: so, so scary. It's so yeah. scary for Fox, man. He just it, dies.
0: It it, I know, Gavin. It looks that way. Even.
1: It's not even. I think Fox wins. Yeah, nope. I
0: mean,
1: I, I don't
2: know, Marcus? Um, Marcus. we know. Marcus, we know. I would That's I that. would say I, yeah.
0: as as oh. someone who's experienced watching it a lot, I would say yeah. that
2: I value it's what even.
0: Especially because, like, Smub is not nearly as good of a player as Light. Like, honestly, he's, he's just not. Um, so I, I, I think it comes down to a lot of, like, a player difference in that sort of thing. Um, he's very good, though. And, yeah, he's very good. And then Oolong, like, you're just, like, you're popping off at Coinbox RRL. Like, you're popping off here and you're on Wii Fit. Like, why can you all just pick a good kick? Car- oh, Baby's home.
2: <laughs> what happened? You guys got a big top tier. is no, the Exactly. And we we <laughs> and went it. Off. hate it. We hate it. No little it. Yeah.
0: yeah, but I mean, shout out to along. I'm glad that he's been a while, and I think he's been uh, he's been considering picking up a secondary as well. I, he's played bayonet against me recently. I know he played bayonet against today. So okay. Um, yeah, I mean, see you. Babies cry.
3: i mean we're gonna wrap it up anyway good smash weekend uh we're gonna get into the patreon bonus content thank you so much it was it was a great weekend for smash um yeah thank you so much for supporting the show we're gonna get into the patreon and uh yeah that about wraps it up thank you so much bye